Okay, I'm here uh, with uh, my colleague, good friend, and great guy, uh, Leo Loa. How you doing, Leo? Very good, very good, Ron. Thank you. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. So uh, it's a rainy morning here in Shanghai, and uh, you are in Beijing. How are things Sunny going morning. with the COVID? Sunny? That's nice. Sunny day. Uh, yeah, about the COVID is getting slowly, slowly phasing out from Beijing, and you can see our life is slowly getting back to normal. More people on the streets, more cars on the streets too. Great. Well, here in Shanghai, we're back to uh, traffic jams and full restaurants. It's it's pretty amazing, and hopefully it stays this way. Hopefully, this will be a trend for the whole world, and things get back to normal soon. So tell me, um, I'm I want to talk to you a little bit about your uh, history and uh, your view on how the industry is going developing. So you okay. and I started. Um, we both started an industry around the same time, about twenty years ago, maybe a little bit more. Right back in, back in Beijing. And um, from your perspective, uh, when you look past, how how have you seen things change over time, or or have you identified any trends at all? I think the word security is really getting closer to people's life uh, in these twenty years. Uh, if you recall, on the very beginning, uh, camera security camera, you only see that in a certain place, mm-hmm. maybe in the airport. But now it's everywhere. It's it's in your deep lobby. It's in your office building. It's in the subway station. It's everywhere. And if you recall, run like twenty years ago, we installed pretty much the very first to a digital video recorder mm-hmm. in China. Uh, when right. we do the importing, the officers got uh, very curious about what is this exactly, and there's no definition of this by the time. Right. Right. But after 20 years, China already become the number one uh, NVR and DVR manufacturer. Uh, you have Hikvision, you have all these big brands. Right. Uh, so yeah, the security is getting closer to people's life and the security industry is getting a lot bigger now than before. Right. So I remember you know, early on, there was distinct divisions between systems. There was an alarm system, there was a CCTV system, there was some sort of access control system. And obviously right. now there's a lot more combined. And it seems like after 9-11, there was a big jump in activity. And then there was a transition from on analog to digital video, which is also an interesting transition. Actually cameras, yes, yes. And I think the next trend actually is coming. Later, we can spend more time talking about this, right? So, so this is an industry every five years, you may have to relearn everything you know. Mm. And that now actually becomes shorter. Maybe every two, three years, you need to refresh everything, all the knowledge. But some fundamental things didn't change, I guess. Uh, security is still about risk management. Mm-hmm. I think security at the beginning uh, are more focused 20 years ago, are more focused on asset security that protect your facility, protect your equipment, protect your uh, lab. <clears throat> but uh, you see, after 9-11, uh, security is becoming more people-related, right? Protect people's safety, protect people's traveling. And nowadays, you start to see the risk management concept come out, <clears throat> saying security also need to protect uh, the business from uh, risks. 
Mm-hmm. So you see a lot of security people get involved into the crisis management emergency response team. And uh, well, my friend, I'm telling you very soon, you are going to see the security people start to also control on cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. Like uh, this, this will be a, because now pretty much all the business have their cyber parts right. of it, right? They right. have their APP, they have their operations. So this is a fast evolving uh, industry. In the past, they were really separate departments. So companies that took cybersecurity seriously, they had a separate whole separate organization for that. And today, most still a lot do. But what we're seeing is there's definitely some overlapping. So even if you take a, a simple access control project where a cyber unit may not get involved in that, but still there's some cyber threat considerations that need to be uh, thought through. If nothing else, Ooh. just just the changing of an admin password on a router, right? Simple things can can be a weakness. And whereas in the past, a security manager maybe was just focused on managing a system. Today, there's a lot more involved there. Everything from uh, building a business continuity plan to uh, you know managing a IP and everything and everything in between. But the interesting thing that I right. find is that they really need to work. They can't work by themselves. They need to work with the whole company. They need to work with the HR people. And they need to work with the facilities people. They need to work with the business unit managers. They need to work with the IT folks, of course, right? In order to in order to do, uh, in order to their improve job, security, right. right? In order to do their job, right? Right. Right. So the, I guess you are trying to say first level the supporting functions are getting merged. The facility, the the security, the IT, the HR, they are getting closer and closer. So that's one level. The second level is also the supporting functions are also getting closer and closer to the business part, because no, the more they know their business, the better they can support their business. Right. And security is one great example, right? Like the more you can understand how your school operates the better you can provide a safety environment to the kids and parents. Well, not only that, I think the, the skill sets of a security director have, have evolved as well. Whereas in the past, it might have been uh, strictly uh, technical or, or, or they came from the police force. They were ex-police or ex-military people. Well, Army, they had right. that, yeah, they had that skill set. Whereas today, it's you almost need to be like a diplomat. You need to be a good communicator. You need to work with everybody else, all the other people in the organization. You need to think bigger. So it's a much bigger role than in the past. And and um, that will continue to evolve. And with schools, the contingency planning is not just around, you know, what happens if there's, um, how do you continue the business, but also how do you continue teaching students in a, in, in, right. in a crisis? And then COVID-19 has really brought that in the forefront. So that's very interesting. Very true. And again, security never was disclosed linked to business. Say, if there's a safety issue to the school, then actually that direct, there's a direct impact to their business too. Mm. So this too is getting closer and closer. And you are very right. Uh, the security people, security team, the security leadership. Uh, actually, I interviewed uh, one uh, top security director in the industry uh, two weeks ago. Mm. His comment is like he spent most of his time dealing with the C people, the C suite people, right. uh, to uh, to show them the ROI of this function, to get mm. their buy-in, get their support. 
Uh, this didn't happen before, right? Before they are really the, the auditors that carry a notebook uh, and just well, do marks. On, I, would, on I would argue that it's a pity that they have to educate the C-suite so fo- <laughs> so so much. They, the C-suite people should know at this point the importance of security. However, the issue of internal promotion of ter- of building internal awareness at all levels of an organization is a key pillar of good security you can't just have a good system without creating awareness without with all the employees in the company right so there's always that that element of education and awareness true i think 30 percent are really the security technology and security operations and 70% is awareness, is how people carry on themselves in your facility, right? Mm-hmm. Your, your visitor, your employees. Right. Yeah. And that being said, I, I'm still surprised that more companies don't do like awareness programs or um, like internal training. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people, get, they get better and better as, as we go forward. So tell me, have, have we seen any other trends uh, going on that you feel... Or do you see, how do you see things going on there right now in the industry? I think um, from uh, different angles, right? Just now we talk a lot on the client part from the user experience part. Right. Uh, things are being very different. But we, we are talking about the administrators, the security directors, the, the C people, um, the management of each department. But I see a very interesting and good change on the user experience too. Uh, just thanks to all these uh, applications you installed on your mobile, people are really getting used to um, call a car or Uber or order a meal on May time, right? That, that's right. their day-to-day. So they start to call the same for security. When you say that, why can't I just use my mobile to open a door to my facility? Why I have to carry like badges, uh, 10 of them, when I travel? to different facilities, to different systems. So I see a trend that the industry is trying to move from a system-centered concept to the user-centered concept, saying, okay, let me try to improve your experience as a user, one of the 5,000 users to the campus. Let me try to help you to book your space, book your room uh, on your mobile app to get access to those places and uh, uh, register your uh, visitors beforehand and take your uh, shuttle bus from that as well. But overall, we still manage your identity. We still manage you as a person, but no longer a a plastic card. I think that change itself is interesting. I'm not saying we are doing a great job on that, right? We still have a long way to go to really come to the the, the people-centered concept um, but uh, there's a trend. You right, that's definitely a trend, moving. right. So uh, so basically the whole question of credential is coming into light, right? So what is a credential? Whereas in the past, it may be right. just a password or a, some sort of card. Right. Today, there's a broader look at that. What is a credential? It could be a mobile phone. It could be a biometric, like a face scan, right? Right. And another Finger. element of that is that, like you said, so instead of being system-centric, it's more user-centric. Whereas 20 years ago, it was pretty obvious that if you increase security, it decreases the comfort or decreases the convenience to the users, right? Whereas today, there is a notion that you can do both. You can increase security and you can increase uh, convenience to the end users. And that's interesting. And efficiency, right? Right. And efficiency. One good example is in the past old times, 
like uh, you have 11 systems in your campus or in your facility. And if a user need to be part of that system, you need to add them in. And you need to simply do that for 11 times to make sure your user can enjoy the meal in your facility, can take your shuttle bus, uh, can, can book a room, can of course also get access. So, so that's 20 years ago. And now with the new technologies, uh, you, you no longer do that. Uh, that, that increase uh, the difficulty, right? Like when you do that too many times, there's also a risk of making a mistake. Uh, so uh, my favorite story is when a client in Beijing, uh, the students already graduate for, for five years. They found uh, the parents are still using their gym. So, so of course, it's the, there's a mistake, right? It's a management issue. But in the same time, it also shows that the <clears throat> there's, a, there's a hole between the systems. So according to the new concept uh, that we all share today, uh, we should manage one identity. And if you delete this user from your user group, it should reach out to each subsystem and delete, delete that access to, to their system too. Right. So, so that will make things a lot more efficiency, uh, a lot more efficient. Right. And uh, you also create a real value to the to the system administrators. Well, the security directors should also be demanding that and asking for that. And uh, so, need to look look quite, uh, continually. They need to look into the system and see who is the, the, the we call that the the dead users, right? Like you know, the user never activate right. their cards, but they're right. still somehow in their system. Uh, yeah, they need to look for those too. Well, there's also really no reason why there shouldn't be some sort of link between an HR system, an HR database and a security database. It doesn't cost so much more money to do that. And directors can be asking that from their service providers and the constant seeking true. for improvements. Uh, that's so this is the user. Yeah, this is the user direction and the administrator direction. I want to raise one last part on this evolving right, the industry. I'm trying to make a, from the other side, the supplier and OEM direction uh, to this industry. Uh, because of the, the, the industry is really booming, right? So everybody is really uh, doing more and more. So we see a trend um, that the OEMs are consolidating the functions, the brand. And you see bigger and bigger one companies doing more and more before they are only good on video management. And now they also do access control. And before, for example, a, a access control a provider, they do one brand, and now they may have like a three, four brands under the same umbrella. So, so that merging is also happening. So it's an interesting trend for uh, the industry. So I guess the voice is we can do that all for you, but mm -hmm. under our technology and under our product family. So that's a trend to notice as well. I worry a little bit as the big boys get stronger, more consolidation goes on, that we might see less innovation. And at the same time, it's harder for startups. Like if, if you're going to start a new access control technology today, it's going to be very hard to get that started. It will be. It will and, be unless you really have a revolutionary a solution. Right. Uh, but otherwise, uh, you are right, Aran. I, I think uh, the big brands, the big labels, are trying to take the, as much as they can, and they have uh, their solid uh, user pool. 
so they slowly, slowly got uh, uh, lazy and fat, uh, what we say. So, so another trend, I know you wanted to touch base on this, but the whole concept of providing security as a service. Now, we see this happen a little bit in North America now, not really in Asia yet, but it seems pretty obvious that sooner or later, this is going to come to the security industry as well. And um, we believe that there's really no reason for a security director to be concerned about the, the cable brands behind the walls or what, what type of panels they're using. They simply should be focusing on the function, the functionality of the systems, and, and really focus on their priorities and, and be less concerned about all the components. And if they can just buy, pay for the services and the functions in the same way they consume uh, software applications or any other business application today, that makes a lot of sense. However, we, it'd be interesting to see how the larger brands evolve around that need and deal with that need. And I know they're trying to, and it'd be, um, I'm really looking forward to see how they evolve, how they, how they answer that need over the next couple of years. Right. They need uh, both sides, the user and the big brands, the big OEMs. They need a bridge in the middle, right? They mm. need a, a trusted partner to make this together. To, because one side, they have the, the technology, they have the, uh, the product uh, concept tested. The other side, they, need, they have the need, right? All they need are the functions. So somewhere in the middle, some, some party need to put them together and saying, okay, this is how we land your concept to this area, to this user. And every client may be different and every uh, practice, every uh, scenario will be different. I just hope they give that option because I remember, you know, when we were moving from analog video to digital video, there were some companies out there that were pushing back. Say, no, look, digital is not a thing. Analog is going to stay here forever. Right. And they they right. had all their reasons why. And and right. and where where is Pelco today, for example? Yeah. No. Um, so I, I hope that there's not they're not trying just to protect their market stream and their income stream, but actually evolve with industry. Um, but it'll be interesting. Yeah. Maybe, right. maybe the COVID-19 will, uh, will accelerate this, this sort of need. But I know today, for example, we have you know, SOC customers that they, in order to operate the SOC, they need to go to their facility. What if they can't get to their facility? How are they going to operate the SOC? So the security industry yeah. also needs to learn how to work just in a distributed manner. And I know we at Blow Ocean, we're trying to promote that, trying to help with that. But it is about changing habits and, and the way of looking at the way we work as well for the whole industry. Right. Right. And uh, the value not only sit in, into that you have a backup SOC, it's also about uh, increased real value. Like uh, when we, when there is a service provider, when there is someone taking care of all these technologies, product systems, the cables, the buzzers, and then you can focus on more important things. And otherwise, I, I, heard, I heard security managers joke about that. All I need is a security as a function, but all I got are like a 10 black boxes on the wall. 
Mm. And it becomes my liability. I need to make sure the boxes are working fine. And I got no freaking idea what is in that box. And instead of focusing their time on on identifying and mitigating risk, they need to focus their time on managing a life cycle of a electronic panel, which is absurd. Exactly. And the UPS and the the firmware on top of that. Right. So there's, they need to fight COVID and nineteen. They need to manage their business and they need to right. ensure their employee can travel freely, can still do their work. But in the same time, they are worried about okay, maybe that buzzer about the door will break, break somehow. Like I need to fix it. So right. it doesn't make sense. And all in all, the service provider need to be in place. And again, the the, the function are the number one needed, and the security directors don't really need to uh, think into details that, uh, again, what bother do I have? What kind of right. a reader that work with this bother? Uh, right. it, doesn't, it doesn't bother them that much. It right. shouldn't bother them that much. So one last big question here. What do you think the industry will look like in five years or 10 years? Like you try to look, try to put your future goggles on and gaze into the future. From your perspective, where do you think things will look like uh, in five to 10 years? And hopefully we won't be wearing face masks and and travel back. Um, Well, it will be more and more identity management will be really moved to the level that to your day to day. Uh, Just again, like you're saying to your uh, mobile and then you get access to the apps in your mobile. You will do the same to your facility. You will get your IT connection from there. You will get all your functions, security and non-security related functions happen from that identity management. So that's one clear thing. Um, um, very good chance if we do more and more credentials under one identity, uh, people really doesn't need to carry out their cards. Uh, mobile can work for most of the situation. So multiple credentials will support one identity and that identity will give them access uh, to all the right. uh, functions. It looks like facial recognition will be a bigger thing in the future as well. I mean, I, I went to, um, I visited the Alibaba campus here in Shanghai uh, a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and I was surprised about the, the facial recognition readers they have. It was, it was a, a, a brand that was unknown to me. <laughs> Well, but again, it, it was very, it was very interesting. Very interesting. Well, there is a good and bad of those as well, right? I guess we can open another session talk about those. But yeah, uh, in general, I think that's one trend. Uh, the identity management will be a trend. Another trend from the, the industrial folks, right? Like not only the, the users, us. I think another trend will be clearly the merging of the functions, supporting functions. Uh, here, mainly, mainly I'm talking about the functions really close to security. Uh, that will be the information management, uh, the IT technologies. Uh, those will be the cyber protection. Uh, a lot of uh, merging will happen. Like you will see security, big portion of that are IT concerns. And when IT people need to get security, there are a lot of the issues they, they, they get is cyber. And... Um, it's all merged. So security, physical, and cyber, and business um, risk management mm. will really go closer and closer. So so whoever really uh, get on top of this, right, like either the IT folks or the security or uh, 
the business uh, cyber protection people, whoever really got it all will really lead uh, the, the whole function in the future. So look, Leo, um, thank, thank you very much for your time. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully Beijing will continue to be, uh, be, uh, get more and more open and, and less and less risky. And I'll catch you uh, again in the future sometime. How's that sound? Sure. Always a pleasure. Okay. Bye, my friend.